Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Monday the 26th of December or the 2nd of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. It is the 8th and last day of Hanukkah this year. And the parasha this week is called Vayigash, and that means he drew near. And the scripture reading from the Torah is Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 44, verse 31, through chapter 45 and verse 7. Let's thank and bless the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Now therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the boy is not with us, since his life is bound up in the boy's life, it will happen when he sees that the boy is no more, that he will die. Your servants will bring down the gray hairs of your servant, our father, with sorrow to Sheol. For your servant became surety for the boy to my father, saying, If I do not bring him to you, then I will bear the blame to my father forever. Now therefore, please let your servant stay instead of the boy, my lord's slave, and let the boy go up with his brothers. For how will I go up to my father if the boy is not with me, lest I see the evil that will come on my father? Then Yosef could not control himself before all those who stood before him, and he called out, Cause everyone to go out from me. No one else stood with him while Yosef made himself known to his brothers. He wept aloud. The Egyptians heard, and the house of Paro heard. And Yosef said to his brothers, I am Yosef. Does my father still live? His brothers could not answer him, for they were terrified at his presence. So Yosef said to his brothers, Come near to me, please. They came near. He said, I am Yosef, your brother, whom you sold into Mitzrayim. Now do not be grieved, nor angry with yourselves, that you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For these two years the famine has been in the land, and there are yet five years in which there will be no plowing and no harvest. God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant in the earth and to save you alive by a great deliverance. That was Genesis 44, 31 through 45, 7. Now because we still have Hanukkah, we have another Second reading from the Torah, and it is Numbers, or Bamidbar, chapter 7, verse 54, through chapter 8 and verse 4. On the eighth day, Gamaliel, the son of Pedashur, prince of the children of Manasseh, gave his offering, 
one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of 10 shekels, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb, a year old, for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Gamaliel, the son of Pedashur. On the ninth day, Avidan, the son of Gedoni, prince of the children of Benjamin, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Avidan, the son of Gedoni. On the tenth day, Ahiezer, the son of Amishadai, prince of the children of Dan, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of 10 shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Ahiezer, the son of Amishadai. On the eleventh day, Pagiel, the son of Ochran, prince of the children of Asher, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden ladle of ten shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Pagiel, the son of Ochran. On the twelfth day, Ahira, the son of Enan, prince of the children of Naphtali, gave his offering, one silver platter, the weight of which was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, both of them full of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, one golden spoon of ten shekels full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, 
one male goat for a sin offering, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two head of cattle, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old. This was the offering of Ahirah, the son of Enan. This was the dedication offering of the altar on the day when it was anointed by the princes of Israel, twelve silver platters, twelve silver bowls, twelve golden ladles, each silver platter weighing 130 shekels, and each bowl 70, all the silver of the vessels, 2,400 shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The twelve golden ladles, full of incense, weighing ten shekels apiece, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. All the gold of the ladles weighed 120 shekels. All the cattle for the burnt offering, twelve bulls, the rams twelve, the male lambs a year old, twelve, and their grain offering, and twelve male goats for a sin offering, and all the cattle for the sacrifice of peace offerings, twenty-four bulls, sixty rams, sixty male goats, and sixty male lambs a year old. This was the dedication offering of the altar after it was anointed. When Moshe went into the tent of meeting to speak with him, he heard his voice speaking to him from above the mercy seat that was on the ark of the testimony from between the two Krovim, and he spoke to him. And the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aaron and tell him, When you light the lamps, the seven lamps shall give light in front of the menorah. Aaron did so. He lit its lamps to light the area in front of the menorah, as the Lord commanded Moshe. This was the workmanship of the menorah, beaten work of gold, from its base to its flowers, it was beaten work. He made the menorah according to the pattern which the Lord had shown Moshe. That was Numbers 7.54-8.4. through 8, 4. Now we have our portion from the prophets, and today we will read Second Samuel, or Shmuel Bet. Chapter 6 and 7. <clears throat> now David gathered all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. David arose and went with all the people who were with him from Baale Yehuda to bring up from there the ark of God, which is called by the name, even the name of the Lord Svaot, who sits above the Kruvim. They set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Avinadab that was on the hill. And Uzzah and Aihu, the sons of Avinadab, drove the new cart. And they brought it out of the house of Avinadab, which was in the hill, with the ark of God. And Ahio went before the ark. David and all the house of Israel played before the Lord with all kinds of instruments made of cypress wood, with harps, with stringed instruments, with tambourines, with castanets, and with cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor of Nakon, Uzzah reached for the Ark of God and took hold of it, for the cattle stumbled. 
And the anger of the Lord burned against Uzzah, and God struck him there for his error, and he died there by the ark of God. And David was displeased because the Lord had broken out against Uzzah, and he called that place Peretz Uzzah to this day. And David was afraid of the Lord that day, and he said, How could the ark of the Lord come to me? So David would not move the ark of the Lord to be with him in the city of David, but David carried it aside into the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. And the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, three months, and the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his house. King David was told, The Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that belongs to him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom into the house, into the city of David with joy. When those who bore the ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed an ox and a fattened calf. And David danced before the Lord with all his might, and David was clothed in a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the shofar. Then it happened as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David that Michal, the daughter of Shaul, looked out through the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. And they brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in its place in the middle of the tent that David had pitched for it. And David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And when David had finished offering the burnt offering and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord's Vaot. And he gave to all the people, even among the whole multitude of Israel, both to men and women, to everyone a portion of bread, dates, and raisins. So all the people departed, each to his own house. Then David returned to bless his household. Michal, the daughter of Shaul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious the king of Israel was today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of his servants' maids, as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. So David said to Michal, It was before the Lord who chose me above your father and above all his house to appoint me prince over the people of the Lord over Israel. Therefore I will celebrate before the Lord. I will be yet more vile than this and will be worthless in my own sight. But the maids of whom you have spoken will honor me. And Michal, the daughter of Shaul, had no child to the day of her death. And it came to pass, when the king lived in his house, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies all around, that the king said to Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwells within curtains. Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that is in your heart, for the Lord is with you. But that same night the word of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord says, Should you build me a house for me to dwell in, 
for have I not lived in a house? For I have not lived in a house since the day that I brought the sons of Israel up out of Mitzrayim, even to this day, but have moved around in a tent and in a tabernacle. In all places in which I have walked with all the sons of Israel, did I say a word to any of the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to be shepherd over my people Israel, saying, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now therefore, tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Svaot says, I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep, to be prince over my people, over Israel. I have been with you wherever you went, and have cut off all your enemies from before you. I will make you a great name, like the name of the great ones who are in the earth. I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, that they may dwell in their own place and be moved no more. And the children of wickedness will not afflict them any more, as in early times. And as from the day that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel, I will cause you to rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord tells you that the Lord will make you a house. When your days are fulfilled and you sleep with your fathers, I will set up your offspring after you, who will proceed out of your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He will build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. If he commits iniquity, I will chasten him, chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men. But my loving kindness will not depart from him, as I took it from Shaul, whom I put away before you. Your house and your kingdom will be made sure forever before you. Your throne will be established forever. Nathan spoke to David all these words and according to all this vision. Then David the king went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord, Lord, and what is my house that you have brought me this far? This was yet a small thing in your eyes, Lord. Lord, but you have spoken also of your servant's house for a great while to come, and this among men. Lord, Lord. And what more can David say to you? For you know your servant, Lord, Lord. For the sake of your words and according to your own heart, you have worked all this greatness to make your servant know it. Therefore you are great, Lord Elohim. For there is no one like you, neither is there any God besides you, according to all that we have heard with our ears. And what one nation in the earth is like your people, like Israel, whom God went to redeem to himself for a people, and to make himself a name, and to do great things for you, and awesome things for your land, before your people, whom you redeemed to yourself out of Mitzrayim from the nations and their gods. And you established for yourself your people Israel to be your people forever, and you, Lord, became their God. And now, Lord Elohim, the word that you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his house, confirm it forever 
and do as you have spoken. And let your name be magnified forever by saying, Lord Svaot is God over Israel, and the house of your servant David will be established before you. For you, Lord Svaot, the God of Israel, have revealed this to your servant, saying, I will build you a house. Therefore your servant has found in his heart to pray this prayer to you. And now, Lord, Lord, you are God, and your words are truth, and you have promised this good thing to your servant. Now therefore, let it please you to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue forever before you. For you, Lord, Lord, have spoken it. Let the house of your servant be blessed forever with your blessing. That was Second Samuel chapters 6 and 7. Now we have the portion of the writings and we will read Psalms 79 and 80. A Psalm by Asaph God, the nations have come into your inheritance. They have defiled your holy temple. They have laid your shalim in heaps. They have given the dead bodies of your servants to be food for the birds of the heavens, the flesh of your pious ones to the beasts of the earth. They have shed their blood like water around Yerushalayim, and there was no one to bury them. We have become a reproach to our neighbors, a scoffing and derision to those who are around us. How long, Lord, will you be angry forever? Will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not know you, on the kingdoms that do not call on your name. For they have devoured Yaakov and destroyed his homeland. Do not hold the iniquities of our forefathers against us. Let your tender mercies speedily meet us, for we are in desperate need. Help us, God of our salvation, for the glory of your name, Deliver us and forgive our sins for your name's sake. Why should the nations say, Where is their God? Let it be known among the nations before our eyes that vengeance for your servants' blood is being poured out. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before you. According to the greatness of your power, preserve those who are sentenced to death. Pay back to our neighbors seven times into their bosom their reproach with which they have reproached you, Lord. So we, your people and sheep of your pasture, will give thanks to you forever. We will praise you forever to all generations. For the chief musician to the tune of The Lilies of the Covenant, a psalm by Asaph. Hear us, shepherd of Israel, you who lead yourself like a flock, you who sit above the Krovim, shine out. Before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh, stir up your might and come to save us. Turn us again, God, cause your face to shine and we will be saved. Lord Elohim Tzvaot, how long will you be angry against the prayer of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears and given them tears to drink in large measure. 
You make us a source of contention to our neighbors, and our enemies laugh among themselves. Turn us again, Elohim Tzvaot. Cause your face to shine, and we will be saved. You brought a vine out of Mitzrayim. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it, and it took deep root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with its shadow, the mighty cedars with its boughs. It sent out its branches to the sea, its shoots to the river. Why have you broken down its walls, so that all who pass by the way pluck it? The boar out of the wood ravages it, and the wild animals of the field feed on it. Turn again, we beg you, Elohim Tzvaot. Look down from heaven and see and visit this vine, the stalk which your right hand planted, the branch that you made strong for yourself. It is burnt with fire. It is cut down. They perish at your rebuke. Let your hand be on the man of your right hand, on the son of man whom you made strong for yourself. So we will not turn away from you. Revive us, and we will call on your name. Restore us, Lord Elohim Tzvaot. Cause your face to shine, and we will be saved. That was Psalms 79 and 80. And now we have our final portion from the Apostolic Writings, and we will read Luke chapter 6, verse 1 through verse 26. Now on the second Shabbat after the first, he was going through the grain fields, and his disciples plucked the hedges of grain and ate, rubbing them in their hands. But some of the Pharisees said to them, Why do you do that which is not lawful to do on Shabbat? And Yeshua answering them said, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he went into the house of God and took and ate the showbread and gave also to those who were with him, which is not lawful to eat except for the Kohanim alone? And he said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of Shabbat. It also happened on another Shabbat that he entered into the synagogue and taught. There was a man there, and his right hand was withered. And the Torah teachers and the Pharisees watched him to see whether he would heal on Shabbat, that they might find an accusation against him. But he knew their thoughts, and he said to the man who had the withered hand, Rise up and stand in the middle. And he arose and stood. Then Yeshua said to them, I will ask you something. Is it lawful on Shabbat to do good or to do harm, to save a life or to kill? And he looked around at them all and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored as sound as the other. But they were filled with rage and talked with one another about what they might do to Yeshua. In these days he went out to the mountain to pray, and he continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called his disciples, and from them he chose twelve, whom he also named emissaries, Shimon, whom he also named Kepha, 
Andrew, his brother, Yaakov, Yohanan, Philip, Bartholomew, Matityahu, Thomas, Yaakov, the son of Halphai, Shimon, who was called the Zealot, Yehuda, the son of Yaakov, and Yehuda Iscariot, who also became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a crowd of his disciples and a great number of the people from all Yehuda and Jerusalem, and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, as well of those who were troubled with unclean spirits, and they were being healed. And all the multitude sought to touch him, for power came out of him and healed them all. And he lifted up his eyes to his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they exclude and mock you, and throw you, throw out your name as evil for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For their fathers did the same thing to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe when men speak well of you, for their fathers did the same thing to the false prophets. That was Luke chapter 6, verse 1 through 26. However, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read 2 Corinthians chapter 4 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. It's a privilege to read the Word of God to you. It's a lot of reading today, a lot of scripture to ponder and think about and draw wisdom from. Many blessings and shalom from Israel. Until next time.